So I was thinking to myself the other day. Well, I can really say a lot with that one. <laughs> okay, because since you're a smartass, what I was really thinking about was what would I do in an emergency? Like if we were in an accident or something like that. You go, like, R, R, R. Are you okay? R, R, R. <laughs> I, would I say it that way? Like I'm just thinking, just imagine if if we we were in like a wreck. Like let's just say we had a rollover, right? Okay. And you flew out the window, right? <laughs> I'm serious. Now, just imagine we rolled over, and of course, I had my seatbelt on, and you didn't, and we rolled. And then next thing you know, you know, there's my co-driver, my little R, and she's... Dead. <laughs> no, maybe you're not dead, but let's just say, let's just say we were all of a sudden we were at the hospital and, and I was just sitting there with you in the hospital and all I could say is, Ruthann, Ruthann, wake, wake up, stop giggling, Ruthann, you're dead. What's going on? No, I'm serious. I would be like totally upset thinking to myself, what's going on here? Is she going to make it? What could I have done differently in the rollover? I mean, what could I have done different? How how are we where we're at right now? Oh, you just flatlined me. She's, <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> Clear. No, for real. I was just thinking, what would I do? You know what? You know, there you are, and and you you uh, flatlined. You flatlined and. Wow. You know, it was... You it, just killed me. I, I killed you because... I killed you for a reason, okay? Let's hear that reason. I just <laughs> killed you because I was thinking to myself, what do you do, you know, uh, what can you do at an accident scene to help somebody? And I know you're supposed to keep pressure on, like, any wounds. You're not supposed to move them. You're not supposed to, you know, get them out of the vehicle. But you flew out the window, you know, because you didn't have your seatbelt on. And maybe you were just acting up like you normally do. <laughs> And maybe you caused the rollover. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, no. What happens when you're next thing you know, and and we shouldn't make fun of it always, kind of. But you know, you roll over and blink your eye, and you're in the hospital, and you know, Ruth Ann's dying on the table, and you know, you're looking at me kind of weird. But I, I, I was just, it was just, you know, how like sometimes I'm going, how do I start the show tonight? And I'm thinking, how about we flatline Ruthann? I'm still, you know, what's funny is you're driving. I hate it. I tell you every time we're in the vehicle together. Well, then why weren't you wearing your seatbelt when we just rolled? I have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> why were you wearing my seatbelt? What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, was I coming from the bunk and coming front and scared you because you're so... You didn't touchy? Sc- no. I don't know. I, I couldn't no. tell you why I wouldn't be wearing my seatbelt when you're right. a horrible driver to me. I'm not a horrible driver. And the only reason I rolled over is because you were doing something and we're trying to figure it out. But mm. I just thought maybe if we started the show off with a rollover and Ruth Ann flatlining, <laughs> flatlining, it would maybe be good for the industry to see that even the co-host of Talk CDL is vulnerable <laughs> to flying out a window and being killed in a rollover. Um Speaking of deaths, I uh, there was a big story. Toxidiolex was part of this past week. Um, and I don't know if you even knew about it. You're always so busy doing other things that I don't even tell you half the stuff that's going on. No, you don't. Um, we had a uh, a double homicide in South Florida. For real, two truckers. Yeah. 
Wow. And uh, they were uh, kidnapped, tortured, mm. and then murdered, and then they dumped their bodies in some abandoned house in the yard, mm. and they were discovered, and it was kind of a breaking story. I thought I would bring that up, but also we've got tonight, we're going to be talking about um, some Border Patrol issues and uh, a couple of record-breaking uh, illegal immigrant uh, takedowns. They, they, it's not the illegal immigrants' fault, but, you know, here we have an American trucker trying to the, push a bunch over the border. We'll be talking about that also. But we have uh, a truck driver going to join us today. Uh, What's that guy's name? You found him. James. He wrote in. James? Yeah, James wrote in. He wrote in, and he wants to uh, join the show, so we thought we would bring a, a truck driver in. And what did you say to him? We were actually in Walmart today <laughs> when he called us, <laughs> and you said, tell him not to be boring. <laughs> you said that. Did I say that? Was, I didn't tell him that. See, that, that's why I flatlined you, because you, you're lying now. <laughs> so, but anyways, he wants to come on the show and uh, kind of be like our... Our eyes on the ground, and if he sucks, this will be his last shot. <laughs> would Would you agree? Well, you gotta definitely keep it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit the mark, right? You gotta. All right. So, why don't we give old James a buzz here? Let's just bring him in. We'll introduce him to everybody. He's uh. Oh, that's ringing. We just kind of. Did we get a hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Um, I can hear you. Okay, hang on. I'm having trouble, a little trouble hearing you all. Let me. He's starting off good. <laughs> what do you think? Should we encourage him? Hello. Well, James, now we can hear can you. you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you a little bit. How you doing today, James? Doing good. How are y'all doing? Good, brother. Welcome to Talk CDL. You're like going to be like our eyes on the road. At least today you are. How are How are you doing? For real? Are you doing all right? You nervous about being on the show? No, I'm doing doing good. I'm tired. I've <laughs> been driving all day. Yeah, awesome. And so, what do you do? Like, you are an over the road truck driver. Yeah, you I drive uh, over the road. I've been doing that for about three, three and a half years now. Um, Started in the oil field, but once they laid everybody off, I decided to give trucking a try, and I absolutely loved it. Sounds all. And you live and you live in Texas, right? You're a Texas guy. Yeah, yeah. Born and raised. Born and raised, and you're a Houston guy. Yes. All right. Well, cool. Well, welcome, welcome to Talk CDL. And uh, you, you've never met us before. You've heard Ruth Ann talk before. You, you actually kind of missed the opening part of the show. We flatlined and killed Ruth Ann in the beginning of the show. Ooh. And but she's back from the the grave. So, but anyways, uh, so uh, James, we were talking just to bring you up to speed. What we were talking about here. We actually, I don't know if you heard about this week, there was a double homicide in South Florida. Two truck drivers were kidnapped by masked men. They were tortured for many hours, and then they were shot and killed. And there was actually a third guy that lived, um, but they have not identified that guy. In fact, let me, let me tell everybody the name of the two truck drivers that were murdered. It was a 50-year-old guy named Osmar Oliva, and there was a 26-year-old uh, truck driver named... Johan Gonzalez Caseda, and he, like I said, he was 26. Now these two guys were actual truck drivers 
that were tortured, shot, and then dumped in some abandoned uh, house in, in the yard. What do you think of that? Have you heard of that today, this week at all? I actually haven't heard of that one. Um, only I've heard. Only thing I heard about was, I guess they had a couple, couple uh, big accidents over there on I-10 that happened within like a couple hours of each other. But I hadn't heard anything about uh, homicide. Yeah, we can find accidents all day long, but getting a couple yeah. of truckers with a bullet in their head, and, and I'm, I'm trying not to make fun of it. Ruthanne, did you have something you wanted to say? No. You look like you did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know, it's kind of a weird story. Listen to this. Listen to what it says. It says, um, and, and here's the weird part about this. Let me go back to this part here. It says, uh, obviously, they haven't caught the people. They have a, a $5,000 reward out. Um, it says the third man was able to flag down a passing driver who called police. That man was, his identity is not uh, being released. He was taken to the hospital. He's in uh, critical condition. Investigators said the truckers were kidnapped by masked men. Then they were bound, then tortured for hours and in the back of a moving vehicle before they were shot in the head and dumped in the front yard of an abandoned house in Opalaka. Have you ever driven, have you been to Florida since you're a truck driver, James? I've been to Florida a couple times, uh, mainly uh, down there around the um, Miami area is where I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Auburndale. Right. Okay. I know exactly where you're going. Well, Auburndale and Miami is a big difference, but Opalopka is more in the South Florida area where Miami's at. Being offered more information leading to the arrest is five grand. Um, but here's a, here's the twist in the story. Ruthanne, you ready for the twist? There's always a twist. Yeah, you know twist. I wouldn't be just talking about two truckers with a bullet in the head. Okay. And and God bless their family. Um, it says this, though. It says, da, 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 where am I at? Um, it said these victims, these two truckers, they both had previous criminal histories. Kind of weird why they bring this up in the story. Mm-hmm. You, you, would you not agree? Well, yeah, because just because of their past doesn't always make, you know. Exactly. You would think that. You would go, why the hell are they bringing up their past? You know, it's like, okay, so who hasn't committed some kind of little crime? I haven't. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we flatlined you. (laughs) Okay. So listen to this. It says, Oliver was arrested in 2007 and was found... He was found unloading cargo from a stolen tractor trailer. Okay. <laughs> the charges were dropped the, the next year. So all of the What's that? Theft. In what? Uh, tractor trailer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, here you are, a trucker, right? You're found shot, but a year or two ago, you were found stealing. No, no, no. That was 2007. Is that what that said? That's yeah, you got a good year. Yeah, so two, that was, like, what? Like 13 years ago. So yeah. So, exactly. So, here at one time, he stole from tractor trailers. Okay. Ooh. 13 the, years ago. Uh, How old is the guy, anyways? He's 50. Okay. So, what, ooh. so when he was 40, he was... So, that would have been 37, 37. 13 years old. Yeah, but usually by 37, you grow up. Right. Well, now listen to this. Caseda, the 26-year-old, mm-hmm. he was accused last year after investigators found, you ready? Two loads of stolen cargo, frozen shrimp. And air conditioners. <laughs> so two different tractor trailer loads at his house. And he pleaded not guilty and was awaiting trial for that. <laughs> you think? I mean, I'm just saying, it's, how weird is this story? They're truckers uh, tortured, murdered, and found, you know, in, in an abandoned yard in Opalaka. And ironically, both of them have crimes where they're stealing from tractor trailers. Are they brothers? What Was their load stolen that... 
It doesn't say anything about the events that actually just unturned. So I'm wondering if they were like doing another like theft, if they were trying to take another job, right? Doing someone else's like trailer. Well, look, like James, you know, when he's down that way. Let's be honest about one thing. Okay. Okay. Again, nothing. I'm trying to do this. You know how I can make fun of people. I'm trying not to make fun of people, but let's think about one thing. And you got to think hard here on this. The, you don't just randomly find yourself, it said in the back of a moving trailer, right? You don't find yourself in a tractor trailer being tortured by masked men, right? And, and, and then shot and then dumped in some abandoned parking lot because you're just a random trucker. It doesn't, they don't, people don't just go around kidnapping. Like, I don't think that all the truckers in the United States have to worry about the guys that killed these guys. For some reason, I believe something is not meeting the eye. Yeah, I, I they, agree. They had to have been connected in some way. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, for some reason, these two drivers were involved in something and they got caught. And these people that, Using a moving van oh, to I, torture them in? Well, I think it said a moving, like, like I'm, I'm guessing like a... United, like a United a, van. Exactly, Atlas. United van or something like that. <laughs> it, what it, it said, uh, when we go back. So they're, they're, they're being tortured in the back of a trailer. I mean, doesn't what, there's a movie that was just recently that not too long ago, that's what was going a on. A moving vehicle, which could be, it could be a... U-Haul or a United Van Lines, Mayflower, a moving uh, vehicle Atlas. or like where they it just said drive? moving a moving in the back of a moving vehicle. That's true. It could have been just they were moving while being tortured. I don't. I mean, that just sounds could have been weird. Just a, well, a regular four wheeler. Yeah, right. that's true. A moving vehicle. I always I thought it was kind of it to me. It, it was like the back of a. You're going movie well, theater. Well, there's You're no, going, no, like, no, movie. moving, moving. Like, no, no, like, no. There's, there's this movie that's not long ago that there is a movie we were watching. And they're torturing people. Remember the big guy that was set yeah. up and it was like this, the back of this tractor trailer was, you know. Yeah, he had like a living room in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's where you're going. But, but well, my whole point, though, is, and it sounds to me when they say moving vehicle, you know, I mean, unless like the third guy came forward and said, yeah, we were just driving around being tortured. I don't know if it was that. It almost sounds like a moving vehicle. You know what I mean? Like a... Uh, a, uh, a United Van Lines or an Atlas or, you know what I'm saying? Like one of those moving Household vehicles. moving. That's a, to me, it's what it sounds like. Well, but I mean, the writer might not have been able to really express the differences between these types of vehicles. Yeah. And it sounds like you'll probably find out more once the guy, if the guy, the third guy recovers. Well, and see, that was a lot of speculation. We had posted this video about this and most drivers were saying, you're never, he's, they're never going to find out who did this, obviously, because do you really think the third guy is going to turn witness? Ooh. Think about that. I mean, you'd almost think they might. My question to both of you is this. Let me just spell it out. I got that. I got it. You got it. And Ruth Ann, by the way, James, Ruth Ann is, she's my little, tell me uh, the, the, the ending of the movie five minutes into the movie person, she figures everything the hell out really fast. But here's my question. Would you not think it's an inside job? Would you not think that somehow the killers knew the victims? Yeah. They knew the, they knew the victims or maybe they did a job together and the victims cheated them out of something. Squeal. 
Right. Well, that's an, that's I, not what I was getting at, though. No, no. What happened was. Oh, you're gonna give us. The, oh yeah. You're yeah. telling us now. You got it broke. You I got ready? it broke down. See. Okay. See, these two guys were scoping out and thinking they were gonna make a hit on a specific trailer. Turns out that trailer be- belongs to an independent, and that independent. Well, I, I don't want to break it down to nationality, but I'm just going to use a Russian maybe or something like that. Like it, it they're so yeah, they're, don't they're, break they're, it down to the Russians. Or anything. It's someone yeah. that you don't want to mess with. Okay. Yeah. We and better tell everybody talk CDL. We are in Houston. <laughs> James, what's our address over there? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's, uh, it's, it's open the door. <laughs> Do you remember that on Cheech and John? <laughs> open the door. So these, these, these drivers, we're gonna. They're scoping out, and they got caught because they were gonna go and and try and rob. They were gonna rob Mr. Big. Mr. Big and Mr. Big's like, no, 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 no. We are going to torture you. You know. To and then me, the one that survived, he's he's the he's the the witness is to pass along. Don't mess with them. Mr. Big only left you live as an example. What happens when you mess with Mr. Big? Well, to me. It's just a little ironic. I think when they brought in um, Casado was found with a load of shrimp and a load of air conditioners. I mean, who even has, who has enough room for two tractor trailer loads of shrimp and air conditioners That's at their house? That's a lot house? of freezers. Casado must have lived in a warehouse. I mean, think about that. That's kind of crazy. But anyways, I just thought I would bring that story up. It was, it and, was. And he was an impal impal. An Opalumpa? That's like from. No, no what's that I, from? I'm the trying Wizard to say he was down in southern Florida. But Opalaka. So you think the Opalumpas live in Opalaka? No, 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 no. I just couldn't say the word. Oh. I'm just trying to figure out Oompa, what's he, Oompa, where was he Oompa. selling some air conditioners to? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if they were like central air or like the window kind. <laughs> I'm guessing the window kind. I mean, that's crazy. You know. Was it one, was it one tractor trailer with shrimp and air conditioning? Yeah, James. They they ship tractor. They ship <laughs> air conditioners with shrimp. Um, That's how they keep the shrimp cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthann, you whack job. No, I, I, I'm guessing there was two different separate loads there that they caught him with. Would be my guess. I'm know. just. It might not have been a full load. It might have been just a skid or two. Yeah, a skid or two. Yeah. Okay. Because he's good. No, yeah. I'm, just, I'm I, going way off now. Yeah, you're getting a little weird. <laughs> but so, anyways, you know, that's just just the story that was kind of impressive this week, but it was just a little weird, a little off color. You know, what I mean, the way they the way they mentioned all oh, these poor two guys. By the way, they were also found with tractor trailer loads of stuff at their house. It's just a, a funny but weird, yeah. sad story yeah. for the people that love them. You know, even bad people have people that love them. And I'm not Most saying do, yeah. I'm not saying they were bad people just because, hey, you know, maybe just maybe, you know, like when the cop showed up at his house and he had like the tractor trailer load of shrimp and the air conditioner. He's like, yo, man, I didn't put that there. You know, I have no idea how that got in my basement. You know, so he's in Southern Florida. They don't have basements. <laughs> they don't have basements. That's true. <laughs> All right. It just doesn't seem like a coincidence no. that they were involved nope. at all. No, nope. we're going to go with and, and, bo- and he was still waiting to go on trial. So I'm thinking, ooh. Innocent until you're proven guilty. Yeah, you know what it was? What? I might have to renege on what I was was coming up to you my conclusion. You got a better story? Yeah, because. What happened? They were working for the person. So they were working. It was James who just said that, you know, there, it was a job they were trying to get him out. They didn't want them squealing. 
Yeah. Because well, there's a dead, bigger there's a bigger bigger ring going on than just air conditioners and dead shrimp. Dead men tell no tales. Exactly. And, and you know what's funny though, for real, if you look at and we did a report on this about a year ago, I believe. The uh, I think it was Can or not Kansas, but Memphis. Between Memphis and Miami, they were and literally that that area where this just happened. I believe they are the number one areas for truck theft. And I mean, these you couldn't believe. I, I forget the numbers. See if you could pull it up while we're talking. How, how many tractor trailers are stolen a year or even, you know, in Miami and Memphis or in the United States? Just look up tractor trailer theft. It'll blow your mind. You, won't, you actually don't realize how many uh, truck drivers have their trailers stolen. And a lot of times... They ironically leave the key in there, and then you could kind of pick out that the truck driver might be in on it. Also, you, did, James, did you know if you get if you get a a stolen tractor trailer on your record, whether it was your fault or not, did you know most trucking companies, the real good ones, are probably going to be reluctant to hire you on your next job quest? Did you did you know that for real? Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine that you've got any stolen trailer, stolen tractor. Uh, missing freight, any of that, you know, you're going to have a hard time getting on with a reputable company. Yeah, even if you, you know, claim, hey, it wasn't my fault, you know, I was at home and uh, the, my truck and trailer was at the truck stop. And the, Whether the company believes you or not, they're just going to err on the side of, you know, covering their ass. That's really the truth. They really are. And uh, I've seen that a million times where somebody has a stolen cargo claim on their record and a lot of companies just don't want to take a chance on hiring the guy that had stolen stuff did you find everything on on I'm just trying to find current oh yeah what do you got what's the last report you got hmm? well, i'm pulling it up hold yeah. on well pull it up faster within well i only can go so fast i know remember what we did in the beginning of the show with you, you flatlined me i did flatline you all right so let's see if this gives me it um the FBI estimates that cargo thefts cost U.S. business up to $30 billion each year. I'm trying to get to the part that it says. With, with info from about 20 states, the FBI found that just less than a third, 31.4% of stolen cargo overall was recovered in 2016. But this is a 2020 report, so I have no idea why it's coming there. So you're really not getting us what we were looking for? Yeah. Like how many tractor trailers are stolen a year? How many... Let me see if I can pull it up. James, are you you're are you at a you're driving? Where are you located tonight, anyways? By the way, while I'm pulling this, up. I am in Illinois, off of uh, what is it 64. Oh yeah, what truck stop are you at? I'm at a rest area. Oh, you're at a rest area. Cool. Um, how many? How many? Oops, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up myself here. I want to just I should have been prepared for this. How many semi trucks are stolen? Each year. Just curious to see what Mr. Google says. Cargo theft facts, stats, trends, overdrive. Oh, this comes from Overdrive Online. How safe is your cargo from thieves? Who cares? Risky locations. It Ris says the south is at 19.2%. Here, listen to this. Ris 18. The risky locations for cargo theft or truck trailer theft. California, Texas, Florida, Georgia, New Jersey, respectively, registered the most cargo thefts reported to CargoNet last year. In the first quarter of 2016, of course, 
Uh, California and Texas have continued to lead the number. So California and Texas are, are, are number one. California saw a 40% year-to-year increase in cargo thefts in the third quarter per cargo net data. San Bernardino uh, County experienced a 229% year-over-year increase while incidents in Los Angeles decreased 13%. Um, I have California, Texas, Florida. They're the top three. You got numbers or not? Um, California was at 1,770. Texas One th- was... Whoa, whoa, whoa. California alone had over 1,000 tractor trailers stolen. Yeah. Wow. And it was, that was in 2016. While thefts occur in nearly every that state. That was just California? Case. That was yeah. just California. The top 10 states are California is at 1,770. Texas is at 1,255. Florida is at 921. Illinois, 712. Jersey's 468. Georgia's 438. Alabama's 214. North Carolina, 204. Indiana. I get it. I see it's craziness. It sounds like... In this, like, say, for the state of California, you said, how many did they, they at 1,700? 1,770. So 1,770 in a year divided by 365, that's at least four point so many trucks stolen a day. Mm-hmm. That's about roughly a day. And I, I, I'd be curious to know how many of those actually left their trucks unsecure or... Yeah, how did it come about? Well, to yeah. me, to me, like, for example, a lot of... A lot of truck trailers don't advertise what's on the inside. Right. Well, they're saying the common targets include food, beverages, and pharmaceuticals. Food, beverages, and pharmaceuticals. Yeah. I mean... So basically, your your reefers. I mean, you, yeah. your reefer units, you can pretty much look at a reefer unit, and you know it's, it's hauling something valuable. Right. Well, here's it's funny. As they say, unfortunately, those stealing such products don't care about expiration dates. As a result, consumers could be getting expired food or drugs, both with potentially terminal impacts. Wow. I'll tell you what, honestly, now that, like you said, that was just California alone. Florida, I think you said another 900. So that's just like 2.8 or just under three a day. What do you got? Your mouth just dropped. What, what's going on over there? That little mind of yours. In 2016, a theft of a truck carrying beef was intercepted on its way to a black market sale to a restaurant in Dallas. Stolen food and drugs are often sold online to small mom and pop shops, placing unsuspecting customers at risk. But I liked the mom and pop small places. Okay, so makes me not there was mind. a restaurant buy-in. We were just watching The Sopranos. I wonder if it was like <laughs> Artie's place or something. Okay, so it, so it sounds like if you added everything up, it sounds like 10, 20 trucks a day are being stolen in the United States. Mm-hmm. A day. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe more than that. If you add it all up, that's just crazy. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that high. Okay, it says... It says, data compiled by the NICB showed in 2017, now this is 17, we always know it increases, there were 8,676 cargo vehicles theft reported, or about 24 thefts every day. Most occur on weekdays, with Monday and Friday being the most significant days. Of course, that's when they just get loaded. Yeah. For these thefts totaling 6,752, Saturdays and Sundays accounted for about 1,924 thefts. That's pretty crazy. I mean, I'll tell you what, just being honest, I I did not realize that the amount was so high on a daily basis. Yeah, and if 17 was about 24 thefts a day, that's in 17, three years later with everything rising, especially in today, 
that's probably like more like 30 or 35 thefts a day. There you go, truck drivers out there. If you have a truck trailer that you are parking on the weekends or every other week down the street from your house. You know, Ruth, Ruth Ann, there was a, a story last year we were talking about a truck driver that he would park his tractor trailer behind an abandoned mall where there was no lights. And he left his keys in the truck. I wonder why. I mean, duh. I mean, do you really think somebody's thinking that you're not in on it when... I mean, you if, if you leave your keys in your tractor trailer and someone steals it, you are going to be the blame and you deserve the blame for your truck being stolen, guys and gals. I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't be stupid in your own manner. I'm telling you, you might even get paid. You know what these guys get paid? A couple bucks for real. A couple bucks. Is it really worth your whole career? Are they paying you a year's salary? I doubt it. You know, honestly, for a five or $10,000 little bonus, your entire career is not worth it. You got anything else on this subject, Ruthann? Ruthann, I wanted to, uh, real quick while we're talking, um, it was kind of neat the way you did that the other day. Let's, let's uh, go ahead and, and, and uh, plug our sponsors real quick. Um, well, we have National. National Carriers out of out of your state, James. National Carriers, what a great company, um, briefer company. Yeah, yes, you got to watch it, you national drivers. But anyways, National Carriers, they they uh, are looking for a few drivers right now. They, uh, I was talking to uh, Rick, the uh, uh, director, the other day. They have not only do they have the Southwest Regional, they have uh, an elite fleet taking on a few students, but they also now have a, a new account. I mean, this is a company that's owned by National Beef. So they have their own freight. They don't do broker loads, 100% no touch. But he was telling me now a lot of them in the Midwest, uh, you know, more like running through like from Virginia over to Kentucky, up into that Midwest area, and then down to all the way down to San Antonio, they have some dedicated freight now that they're handing out to drivers. That's cool. Right, that could possibly um, get on uh, a few dedicated runs where they get home a lot, and they come with a guaranteed minimal pay Every week. So check out National Carriers. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. Who else we got, Ruthann, that we're... Rev. Rev Insurance. Now, Rev Insurance is the insurance group that only deals with truck drivers. They don't do anything at all with regular insurance. So if you're looking for a company that can literally get you the best rates, if you're an owner-operator, if you're a small fleet out there, and, and you think you're paying too much for insurance, and I've got a lot of friends that are small fleet owners... Literally, and some of them have gone out of business because of the high cost of insurance. What Rev is able to do is put your name in a computer and search for different through uh, different insurance companies and get you literally the best rates for your business. So please call Rev everything. You got their phone number. We probably don't have the phone number right on us, do we? I don't carry that with me, but I mean, but like, give me a second, Rev. I will. Yeah, go ahead. Pull up, pull up Rev's and everybody's phone number if you can. Rev Insurance. And, and give them a call. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. And then we also have J.J. Keller. And if you're looking to become an owner-operator, this is a, I'm going to tell you something. I was thinking about J.J. Keller the other day with him. Here's a company that not only will file paperwork for you, but if you look at most companies that get in trouble with DOT, it's usually your small companies. Mm-hmm. They don't stay compliant. They don't keep their paperwork up to snuff. Here's a company for a couple dollars will keep you compliant to where you don't have to worry about, you know, having everything registered, all your DOT compliant paperwork. This is a company that will keep you up to snuff to where when you get an audit, and believe me, you can get an audit in trucking. It's not that hard. Hmm. If you get an audit, guess what? 
Rev's got your back. Or not Rev, but J.J. Keller. Well, Rev's got your back, too. But J.J. Keller will keep you to the point where you have your paperwork up to snuff. And and to be honest with you, just for a couple bucks, that's a good peace of mind. Ruthann, what do you got? Well, I got Rev's number. What's, got, what's Rev's number? Um, You can call Gino direct at... Gino. Gino. Toll-free, 800-347-5373. That's awesome. And do you have J.J. Uh, Keller's number? Mm-hmm. What is it? Well, you got to give me a minute now. Okay, pull it up. Um, I have 920-967-7050. Yeah. And how about NCI's number? 844-564-6067. That's not the connected number, but... Yeah, you can call that number and tell them that Talk CDL sent you, and uh, they will take care of you. Ruthann, let's move on. Let's move on. We got we got a, one or two more things we want to talk about. James, you still got more time with us? Yeah. So talk to me, James. Uh, tell me about yourself this week, man. You got anything interesting on the road that you've seen, or is this your first little show here? You're thinking, man, I don't really have crap to talk about. Not after the double murder, Troy. You kind of <laughs> trumped me. What are you thinking? Well, I, I haven't really... Uh... I haven't really seen too much. It's been pretty, pretty calm, I guess. Um, What's the road like right now with the pandemic? Is it? I know, like a lot of truck drivers were telling us, when when the pandemic first came out and they had everybody locked down, it was like hard to find a four wheeler out there. It was that bad. Um, it was in certain areas. Um, and then certain areas where they said they were locked down, you know, like Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas was supposedly at the beginning they were on lockdown, but there was still so many cars out. It was, it, it, to me, you know, it was, it was a normal day. I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have driven into that town and been able to look at it and be like, Oh, they're on lockdown. I mean, they were, it was a normal day. Um, but you go into some of the towns, LA, I could tell, uh, you know, their traffic was a little less than normal. So there were certain areas that you could tell it just really depended, really depends on, you know, whatever you're in. But now, I mean, everything seems back normal traffic wise. Uh, I mean, they got a lot of construction on the road pretty much everywhere you go now. So that bottle, that bottlenecks things up. But it's okay. Well, sounds awesome, man. Keep us informed. Um, Ruthanne, let's move on. I want to, I want to uh, just bring up one little thing that I was kind of reading about this week. There was two tractor trailer loads of illegal immigrants caught. And I, when I say tractor-trailer loads, listen to this. It's, and this is just truck number one. It said, in two separate incidences during the first week of December, agents with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection stopped human smugglers and discovered more than 200 people packed into a commercial trailers. Wow. I know. It said, on the evening of December 4th, the tractor-trailer approached the checkpoint uh, west of Freer, Texas, during an immigration inspection of the driver, a service canine alerted agents' attention to the trailer. At secondary inspection, agents discovered 138 individuals tightly packed inside the trailer. All were determined to be illegally present in the U.S. Duh. I mean, why the hell else would any... Why would American citizens be in there? I mean, why would they even put this, this in the head? It's like they were all determined to be illegal. Well, duh. I don't think the legal ones are getting in tractor trailers. Do you, Ruthann? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think they'd subject themselves to that. I mean, come on, man. But it says they were all determined to be illegally present in the U.S. from the countries of Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, 
Honduras, Dominican Republic, Ecuador, and Nicaragua. The immigrants, along with the driver, a U.S. citizen, were taken into custody and pending an investigation. Now, think about that for a second. Now, what would... You're the only American guy, and you're the guy driving them into the U.S. You're a U.S. citizen, and you have 138 illegal immigrants in the back of your trailer. That's a lot of trouble. You got some spleen in the duel, Lucy. I mean, seriously, there's no doubt this mm-hmm. dude's in trouble. Oh, yeah. It's like... Well, it's automatically the, the, the new law that kicked in in like 18, 17 or 18 automatically lifetime suspension of your CDL. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, honestly, 138. What do you think? Uh, somebody told me it's 10 grand ahead. That's what I read. You read 10 grand ahead? James, have you heard anything? I mean, you're in the state where they smuggle. You live in that um, state. I haven't heard a specific amount, but I mean, 10 grand, That, I mean, that would seem, it would seem about right, but I haven't. He's like, it's I ain't going to say what I heard. I ain't going to get myself in trouble. That's, <laughs> but that's that's $138,000, okay, at 138, 138 illegals. If if he had, if they were getting roughly 10 grand, just say 140 grand. Now, I don't know. Maybe the guy was thinking, all right, I'll pay off my house. You know, but my, even if you get 140, 150 grand, I mean, you've still got a lifetime suspension on your CDL. How long is that 150 going to last you? Well, see, most people don't think that way. That's the that's the problem. You if you're going to go to that degree, you're not going to think about what's going to happen afterwards. Because honestly, he didn't even think of what the prison time is going to end up being either. Right. Well, and that's true too. The just the lawyer fees more than 140 thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So yeah, just, just when you don't weigh, you know, the actual payoff versus the the penalty. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Ruthanne, so you would not smuggle? No. You would not do it? Like if they approached you and they said, look, we'll give you a million dollars to smuggle five Mexicans into the United States. What about five Canadians? Oh, no, they're allowed to come in, I think. Yeah, Canadians are allowed. All right, yeah. Well, if you're legal, anyone's allowed. Anyone's allowed if you do it properly. And that's, if they are going to want me to do it illegally, I would probably say, well, let's let's look and see about, I'll take your money. Would you do it for a million? Oh, you take the money. So the cartel. You never let me finish. Well, because you just said you're going to take the cartel's money, right? And, and, and without even delivering. You didn't let me finish. You would really be flatlined. I was going to say, let's take the money and do it the proper way. (laughs) Okay. That's what I would do. I'd say, okay, I'll take the money, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to hire the lawyer. We're going to go through the, the, the process the proper way, you know. So Something tells me the cartel's not, not <laughs> they're not willing to negotiate like yeah, that. I don't, I don't think they would be, James. I think I, think I wouldn't get the money. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd get something, all right. So, so check this out. The next day, December 5th, track the trailer approached the Interstate 35 checkpoint, attempted to bypass primary inspection. The driver ultimately complied <laughs> with agent's command to stop. Stop, stop, <laughs> so stop. You think, that, you think they got the hint when, the, when he had the 80, this is 80 people, by the way, in this trailer, but he didn't want to stop at the inspection. You think they might have got a little suspicious? Hmm. You, think you, you think he was nervous. Yeah. I would, yeah, they're, they're sure. saying he's not slowing down. It he's says a subsequent going. non-intrusive scan of the vehicle revealed a- animalized a- animal animalies animalies in the, in the anomalies. trail anomalies. Okay, 
Uh, it says when when the trailer was open, eighty people would look at her laughing at me because of my pronunciation. <laughs> That's all right. You flatline ki- me. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm laughing ki- at you. <laughs> I'm killing you every and, show. And with all the technology that they have at these border checks, and even in the you know even in your way stations, mm-hmm. it's it's almost impossible these days to do it. Right. I mean, I, mean I, I don't get it. Maybe 50, maybe 50 years ago, you, you probably could have gotten away with it a lot easier. This, this one says 80 people were discovered crammed inside the, uh, and they were from Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras. The individuals were placed under arrest pending investigation by Homeland Security investigation, and the tractor trailer were seized. You know, like James said, you can't, you really can't get away with it. So why, you know... Out of out of ten, why are you doing it? Out of ten, eight of them are getting caught at least. So, do you really think you're that lucky? Are you know? Are you chancing Clint? Remember that old saying, "Crime doesn't pay." No, and Clint Eastwood <coughs> I mean, says, "Well, and if you got you got eight out of ten, you got eight out of ten that get caught. The other two are going to get caught most likely on the next attempt." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because if they successfully did it once, you know, they're going to be dumb enough to try it the second time. The way they're, the they're going to get cocky, too. They're going to, like, get a little yeah. loosey. Yeah. So they're going to try it, but it, they're not going to succeed in it because what was that movie they're going to make mistakes. What was that movie with, um, was it Arnold Schwarzenegger, where they were, The Running Man. Remember, um, they were, they would have to go into the to the maze, and then pe- the, the the hunters would try to kill them. Mm-hmm. But they were all guys that were in prison. Yeah, I read the book. And then they were promised, like, these guys made it, and they're in... They're in Hawaii on vacation right now because they won and they made it. I could just picture the the cartel down there telling the truckers, hey, you got Trucker Joe and Trucker Manuel, and they made it. They got the big payoff of $138,000. You can make it with these Mexicans in your truck. You can make it past that border. Do you remember The Running Man? Yeah, I read the book and then I seen parts of the movie. Yeah, it was just, just kind of a farce, but... And and then another question that comes up is if you, when you do get caught, not if you get caught, it's when you get caught. You know, are the cartels going to be too happy? No, I mean, that's no. You're going to end up like the guys over in Oompa Loompa, where you get tortured in the trailer because <laughs> they're not yeah. going to want you squealing. Yeah. Okay. So it seems like the, it seems like that business has a very short lifespan, and you know, it's it's really a lose lose. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I mean, and and look, let's just be honest. Truck drivers, we, we've talked to these guys before. If if you're really considering anything like this, this is the this is the 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 one thing that I know of that it's it's law. If you have anything to do with illegal smuggling in any way, uh, human trafficking, automatic lifetime CDL suspension. You're not ever going to be able to drive a truck in. So, look, if you're one of those truck drivers that all you know is trucking, and I talk to a lot of truckers, and they say to me, Troy, all I know is trucking, man. That's my bread and butter, man. Well, if that's your bread and freaking butter, you know, 140, even 250 grand as a trucker only lasts a couple years. If you get a good job, you can make that up in no time. It's you're better off actually working a hard job and delivering freight instead of people. Ruthann. Yeah, you don't want to screw it up. Don't add jelly. Don't add jelly. Yeah, just if it's bread and butter, don't don't add the jelly. Don't add the jelly. (laughs) 
not not to mention once you get to two hundred fifty thousand, I don't know how many people are going to be real uh, frugal with that two hundred fifty thousand. So if it even lasts two years for you, so you, exactly. So you're saying that stupid. maybe a dumb trucker that is stupid enough to smuggle people over won't probably go to Edward Jones and invest their money in like blue chip stocks. Mm-mm. Is that what you're thinking? No, I, no. I, I wouldn't think they would. Yeah. Okay. No, they're going to go buy a house they can't afford, and then no, they're going party and everything. It's Budweiser night, man. Come on, you know damn well. It's dumb criminals, they don't go and pay things off. They no, don't invest. They they're gonna they're gonna buy something stupid and then they're not he, gonna be able to he, afford it. He's at the local. They're gonna try and impress someone. He's at the local whorehouse with a couple lot lizards flashing hundreds. I don't know. Are they are they are they still legal over in Texas? What's that? The whorehouses. Of course they're legal, aren't they? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> now uh, let's move on. What do you do? You got the word of the day? I do. Let's roll this. Let's just wrap this thing up soon. What do you got? The word, James. Have you heard Ruthann's word of the day before? Yeah. From Word Genius, right, Ruthann? Word Genius. Word Genius. Now, are you going to have it ready to go? Or it's, I'm just waiting for you to shush. Hit the button. Dulcify. 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 Dulce, D-O-L-C-I-F-Y. D-U-L-C-I-F-Y. Oh, D-U. Yeah. Dulcify. Dulcify. Where is it? Like, does it tell you the origin? Dulcify. Ori- where is it or- the origin? Latin. Late 16th century. Latin late, so dulcify. James, you have a guess. It's a verb. It's a verb. Uh, if he gets it. Is it so like, uh, no Googling, know, like, no Googling. Pacify almost like. Oh, nope. you, this is almost like, you remember Ruthann when, when Neil won the Matrix, like he was going to jump from one building to the next and they were like, oh, nobody makes it the first time. Yeah. He didn't get dulcified. Did he didn't he? get dulcified. What, what dulcify? What is dulcify? Sweeten. What? Calm or soothe. What? Use it in a sentence. He used honey to dulcify his trademark lemonade. You're kidding me. Dulcify she, means sweeten? She attempted to dulcify the crying child with a lullaby. Smooth it over. So, so, so to I'm take... Close. Yeah. You, you said pacify, so I guess if you think no, of the calm a, and smooth. That's bullshit. He wasn't close. Listen, <laughs> dulcif- dulcify, for real. Dulcify means to sweeten or to smooth over. Calm or soothe. Pacify. So I'm constantly dulcifying mm. you. Wow. All right. Well, that is the word of the day. And we truly appreciate you, Ruthann. I'm sure Word Genius must appreciate this because we've been giving out their word every day. I got a, my word today. Get a, get an email one day. Well, you are going to get sued now for you. I'm going to play my word for the day that I got. The one actually was today. The word of the day today? Yeah. By word you, you just, shh. Go ahead. A Phyllis. A Phyllis. A Phyllis. Yeah. A Phyllis. James? I have no idea on that one. I'm out. It's Latin, early 19th. It's an adjective. It's from botany. It's having no leaves. So when a tree has no leaves, it's a phyllis. Really? Mm-hmm. A leafless tree is a phyllis? Mm-hmm. That's, that's cute. The aphyllis trees wrapped in bright holiday lights brought cheer to the street. The aphyllis branches against the sky looked me- menacing at night. I got a sentence for you. Troy was camping in the woods, and he took the stick from an aphyllis tree and swirled it in his coffee and dulcified it. <laughs> <laughs> How stupid. Uh, 
James, man, we're going to get out of here tonight, man. Uh, truly appreciate you coming on with us. You know, we need you to keep your eyes open out there and uh, gather some intel for us, you know, out in trucker land. We need to know what's going on out there. And uh, we truly appreciate I actually did read an in- interesting article earlier. They were talking about a uh, Santa Claus. He's a pastor, I guess, up in Canada who pulled a flatbed uh, tractor and a flatbed trailer weighing a little over 36,000 pounds, pulled it filled with like Christmas lights and decorations. Did he, did he, did he pull it with like his hands or did he drive it? Like what? With his back. He like, like pulling it with his legs and his arms. What? And holds the record for pulling the uh, world's largest sled. Oh, that's cool. So he's like a strong man type of guy. Yeah. And he's Santa. Yeah. But he's Canadian. (laughs) That's okay. We still don't hold it against him. It's closer to the north than we are. Yeah. We so, got a lot of we he, got a lot of listeners. I mean, honestly, <laughs> where 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 would you know? I mean, the North Pole is what like Antarctica. Or we whatever? ate at North Pole, remember when we were in Alaska? Alaska. Yeah, that but was I mean, we ate at the the northernmost Denny's. Yeah, you and ate they reindeer. had reindeer sausage in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, that was a weird Denny's too. Well, why don't you tell them what you tried this week? Elk sausage. Elk sausage. Okay, well, listen, we got to get out of here. We're gonna get out of here, James. We'll talk with All you right. next week, man. All right. I appreciate it. Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Right.